Welcome to the Worthy Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Emily, and I'm here to teach spiritually curious women like you how to stop people pleasing, how to gain massive self-worth and confidence, and how to reclaim your feminine power so that you can experience more love, more freedom, and more abundance in your life, and most importantly, how to live as your most worthy, authentic self. On this podcast, I'll be giving you my best teachings, trainings, and wisdom so that you can take action towards creating your dream life and showing up as the worthy woman that you are. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Oh, it feels like fall in Denver. At least it's starting to, and I'm so excited. I've been snuggling and lighting candles and making oatmeal and drinking hot coffee. And this is this is just such a magical time of year. So if you live in Colorado, you know what I mean. Or if you live anywhere that has seasons, it's so magical and so special. And I can really feel a shift in the seasons whenever a new season is approaching, I can feel an energy shift. And when it comes to fall, things start to slow down a little bit. And I've been having this urge to go within and declutter and physically and emotionally, internally in my inner world. And also digest so many things that have happened. You know, in my personal life, I just got married. I have been, you know, running this new business and things have been really intense and wonderful and beautiful. And I've been playing so hard and it's been so fun. And now it's like time to really refocus and recalibrate on what's important and this is why I'm recording this podcast and doing this podcast is because it's so important that I get my message out there and that you are able to receive it and gain some wisdom and insight to help you on your journey. Yesterday I was having like a really low day and that happens every so often, you know, the human experience. Sometimes we'll have really low moments of our day and then we'll be fine and so happy. And the goal is to ride those waves of emotion and stabilize this sense of inner peace that exists underneath all of that. And yesterday I was particularly having just a little lower moment. And I chatted with my sister on the phone. I know I've been talking about her recently And it's just so incredible to look back and see how much progress that we've made and how much that we've grown within ourselves, you know, whether that's getting the support in therapy, coaching, personal development, reading books, you know, my sister and I have been doing a book club where we've been reading Untamed by Glennon Doyle. I read it back in 2020 during the pandemic, but she just started reading it recently. And that book changed our lives. So if you haven't read it, please go pick it up. It's so good. It's really cool to reflect back on how much progress you've made, especially if you're on the path or 
just starting a path of healing and really honoring yourself, you know, taking care of your mental and emotional health, this journey, this, this adventure of self development and self love is so important because I believe it's the fabric and the foundation of everything in our lives. When you start to build that foundation that sets the stage and sets you up for so many amazing, beautiful experiences, and it makes life that much more purposeful and deep and fun. And, you know, if you were someone like me just three to four years ago, deeply struggling with anxiety and depression and feeling lost, like really wanting to know what my purpose was and feeling a really low sense of self-worth. Doing this work is, is so rewarding and so incredible because now I can have a low day and it doesn't completely take me out and it doesn't spiral me into weeks or months of depression. I've built this resilience, this inner strength, and this rock-solid, unshakable self-worth, which is what this podcast episode is all about today, is self-worth. It is the number one thing that I am most passionate about. So many people, so many women are struggling with this. And what happens with when you have low self-worth is it affects every single area of your life. It affects your friendships. It affects your relationships, your romantic relationships. It affects your work, your career, your hobbies, your inner world is your life experience. And if your inner world is full of low self-worth and all these beliefs that you're not good enough, then that is going to be reciprocated and reflected out into everything that you do and everything that you are and how you show up in your life. And it is one of the things that, along with caring about what other people think of you, holds people back. Low self-worth holds people back from actually taking inspired action and going after the life that they want to create. There are two kinds of self-worth. There's junk food self-worth and then there's gourmet self-worth. Most people live in the category of junk food self-worth. These kinds of people, people please, They source their sense of worth, their self-image, how good of a person they are, how worthy they feel from everything outside of themselves, trying to make other people happy, trying to fit in and belong. If people like them or not, that's how they gain their self-worth. What they can do for other people how nice they can be, how helpful they can be, the roles that they play as a mother, daughter, sister, friend, wife, what you can achieve in your work, at school, in life, what their social status is, 
what kind of car they drive, what their bank account looks like, where they're at on the hierarchical totem pole of society. These are all things that junk food self-worth is built on. And people identify with these things. They really think that that, that, that is who they are, that their nice car means that they're a worthy person. Or even what grades you got in school, how good of a student you are, your performance review at work, whether or not you got in trouble with the teacher, with your boss, with your parents. A huge huge one with junk food self-worth is determining your worth by what you look like. This is why the beauty industry and the plastic surgery industry is a billion dollar industry because we have been told that in order to be beautiful, in order to be worthy enough to be attractive enough to have a partner that we have to look a certain way, that we have to dress a certain way. Many people gain a sense of self-worth from their social media, following other people, comparing themselves to what everyone else looks like and saying, I could never have that, or they're so much prettier. That must mean they're worthier. They have a million followers. That means they're more worthy than I am. Or every time you get a like on your post that you posted, you get a little hit of dopamine and you feel a little bit more worthy about yourself. Like, oh, they like me. I must be a good person. I must be worthy. Or even how good you are at something a sport, a hobby, how good you are, how easily you can pick it up, right? This level of self-worth, this junk food self-worth is so superficial and it's unsustainable because at any moment, All of these things can be taken away from you and then you have nothing. You are building your worth on sand. There's no substance. There's only you at the mercy of everything outside of you to tell you who you are and how worthy you are as a person. And This is exactly how I used to source my worth, my sense of (laughs) self-worth. When I was in eighth grade, I was pretty popular. You know, I went through puberty. I had the boobs. I was this little skinny, cute girl. And I wore hot pink mini skirts. I had blonde hair. My MySpace was popping. <laughs> but on the inside, 
I believed that my sense of worth was only in my appearance and how popular I was. And I was really, really insecure. I was so shy. You could look at me and see this cute girl with her hot pink mini skirt and her lip gloss, but you could feel energetically how desperate I was for attention, for validation. And I mostly sourced this from boys. If they liked me, if they looked at me, if they thought I was cute, if they messaged me on instant mess- AIM Instant Messenger. And I thought, this is who I am. This is, this is what makes me worthy. And so when I graduated from eighth grade, I went to high school and I thought, what would make me popular in high school? Because it's been going pretty well for me and I want to maintain this popularity status. And so what did I do? (laughs) I joined the cheerleading team, of course. (laughs) And I'm laughing because if you know me, I just, I'm not a cheerleader. Like I don't care about sports. I don't, I could care less about football and basketball, but I did it because that's what the popular girls do. That's what the prettiest, most popular girls do. That's who the girls who win homecoming queen do. They join the cheerleading squad And they maintain this facade and this self-image that they're pretty and popular and cute. And that's just who they are. And my wish came true. I wanted so badly to be the prettiest, to be the most popular. And by the way, I was still really deeply, deeply insecure And I was really, really shy. My whole life, I had been shy. My whole life, it was so hard for me to speak up and be myself and express myself. I didn't even know who I was. I didn't even know who Melissa was. I was just quiet and timid. And so I masked this deep insecurity with trying to be popular and pretty And so I did cheerleading and I I hated it. I even manifested um, fracturing my wrist because it it was so not aligned for me. I was constantly waiting for people to validate my worth. If someone would look at me, if a friend would text me or call me, what people would say about me behind my back. If boys gave me attention. And so I wiggled my way into the popular group at school. And I was so anxious I was so anxious. 
on one hand, there was this sense of pride, like, oh my God, I did it. I was so happy and like excited. I made it. I became popular. I even heard from one of my childhood friends told their mom, who told my mom, who told me (laughs) that, oh, Melissa, yeah, she's the most popular girl at that school, at that, this specific high school that I went to. And oh my God, that was like eating a whole tub of ice cream or a entire candy bar. I was on a high. I was riding those highs and they were so high. And then the high would go away and then I would be hungry for more. And so you can see I had to keep up this appearance, this facade, this mask that I was wearing of being the pretty popular girl. And I was so desperate for attention. I was so in lack and desire of letting other people tell me who I am. It was coming from this really, really deeply insecure place that it eventually all crumbled down. And I got braces. And oh my God, this was the end of my life as I knew it. I remember feeling so insecure about who I was because I got braces. That fucked up everything. Braces aren't cute. Braces aren't pretty. People want to, don't want to kiss me if I have braces. I can't smile. I can't be happy. And I have to hide this thing that's on my teeth that is screwing up this whole image that I created for myself. This pretty popular girl with blonde hair and lip gloss now has dun-dun-dun braces. And I know this sounds so silly, but to me at the time, it was the worst thing that could have ever happened to me. I let the braces ruin my life. And I'm honestly so grateful for getting braces because if I never got braces, well, A, my teeth wouldn't be perfectly straight, which I'm so grateful for. But I, it was a huge wake-up call. And unfortunately, things took a turn for the worst. I had no, I had nothing left. The rug was completely pulled out from under me and I had nothing to base my self-worth on. There was nothing about me that I liked anymore because my my appearance was ruined. My entire sense of self-worth was based on my appearance, how beautiful I was, how attractive I was, how hot I looked. I went into a really deep, dark depression. I experienced panic attacks, anxiety. Um, I started drinking and... I, I really lost myself. I didn't, I didn't even really lose myself because I never had any sense of self really. It was all based on this external perception, but do you see how when you build your self-worth on something that is outside of you, 
It can be taken away from you at any moment and you have nothing. And so I really want to teach you the difference between self-worth and worthiness. What is the difference? Having self-worth and worth. Self-worth is your perception of yourself. How good you are. Your worth. And so that's why I said there's two kinds of self-worth. There's junk food and gourmet self-worth. And the, the goal is that you have this exquisite gourmet self-worth because you're not basing your worth. You don't see your worth attached to anything outside of you. The way to have this unshakable sense of self-worth, this gourmet self-worth, this high quality worth that no one can touch, that no one can take away from you, that has nothing to do with your appearance or your social status or your bank account or what people think of you, is to know your worth. And you may be thinking, what do you mean know my worth? Isn't my worth based on my performance and how good I am of a person? No. That's not your worth. Your worth is always there. Your worth is something that you are born with and you will die with. It cannot be taken away from you. It cannot be touched because you are worthy because you are. There's nothing that you can do to change this about you. There's nothing that you can not do to change this about you. Your worth is forever, is constant, is always, it is innate. You are worthy because you are. Period. End of sentence. And this is what people who struggle with self-worth don't know. Is that you have this inner magnificence, this inner beauty, this incredible, incredible worth that you were born with and you will die with. And so the goal is for your self-worth and your worth to match up. So instead of basing your self-worth on things that are all outside of you, the goal is to know your worth. Decide you are worthy. And this is really hard for some people. This is where people get so confused and tripped up because they don't even know who they are. And I believe that every single human is a soul. You are a soul that is infinite forever with this human suit in a physical body in this lifetime that's here to experience this very 3D physical experience. But beneath all of that, you are an infinite soul. 
of consciousness, of love, of worth. To have high self-worth, high quality gourmet self-worth, you must see, know, and remember who you really are, which is worthy and that you've always been worthy and that you don't need anything outside of you to be worthy. You just are. You were born with a unique essence, with gifts that you have to share with the world. And if you struggle with self-worth, then your job is to know your essence. Your job is to discover who you really are beyond what you can do or be or how nice you can be or what you look like. So when you decide that you are enough exactly as you are, right? Because your self-worth is a decision. Gourmet high self-worth is a decision to remember that you are worthy because you are. So when you know that you're worthy no matter what, you're untouchable. You're unshakable. You know and you decide and you choose to know every single day, every single day, your worth. And when this happens, something really incredible happens. You are let off the hook because now your actions and what you say and your behaviors and how you operate in the world doesn't come from a place of lack. It doesn't come from a place of needing to prove anything to anyone, including yourself. You set yourself free. If you are worthy, no matter what, then Everything that you do, say, decide, create, becomes an extension of love because this is who you are. You are a being of love. When you know your worth, you know who you are, you have such deep love for yourself, compassion for yourself, compassion for others love for others and it truly feels so blissful to know your worth that you simply love being alive and then guess what all of the superficial things like what you look like what kind of car you drive how much you can do or be and achieve in the world how nice you are it comes from an authentic place And when it comes from an authentic place of knowing who the fuck you are, you're no longer in lack. You're no longer coming from a place of desperation or needing to be validated for anything. And that is magnetic. That is super attractive. And that is the cherry on top. The inner work is knowing who you are, loving who you are knowing that your worth is not determined by anything outside of you. It's this deep, intimate relationship that you have with your soul, your essence. So you may be thinking, okay, this is all great, Melissa, but how do I love and accept myself with all the things that are wrong with me? All of the shame from the past, all of the things that I did, or all of the mistakes that I've made, 
or all of the things that I feel unworthy about, all these things that are just wrong with me. Like deep down, if you struggle with self-worth, you feel like there's something inherently wrong with you. When I was in college and a little bit after college, about 10 years ago, I would tell my mom and my sister, like, what is wrong with me? I feel like there's something wrong with me. Like deep, deep, deep down, I was like, I'm, I'm flawed. I'm faulty. God made a mistake when he made me. Like, what? Why am I here? Why? 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 There must be something wrong with me. I'm so different. I feel so different from everyone else. I was so, so hypersensitive, so deeply emotional. I felt everything. And I was drowning in my life experiences. So there must be something wrong with me. Because other people seem to be doing just fine. Me, I have anxiety through the roof, constantly on high alert, taking everything personally, somehow getting involved in all these emotional roller coasters, dramas. These things keep on happening over and over and over again, and I can't seem to get out of it. I, I'm stuck. And the only common denominator is me. So there must be something wrong with me. That was how I felt. And diving into that whole experience is a whole other podcast episode. But if you feel like there's something wrong with you, and you do really true want to love and accept yourself, but that's the only thing that's holding you back, or that's one thing that It's really hard to know your worth with all these things that are wrong with you. Here's the key. The key is, is that when you accept yourself right now, exactly as you are with all of your perceived flaws, your mistakes that you've made, the unhealthy patterns that keep on showing up, the anxiety and mind chatter telling you that you need to be better to be worthy, the emotional roller coasters that take you out and take you down and you feel like you're drowning and suffocating and coming up for air and you can barely breathe and you're like, what the frick? What is going on? When you accept all of that now, Especially your body. I feel like so many women struggle with body image and tying their worth to their body. You have to start accepting. Just accept where you are. You have to start somewhere. You have to take the first step, which is deciding to be so gentle with yourself. To be compassionate. And can you feel with me right now that underneath all of that mind chatter, all of these perceived flaws, all of these roller coasters of emotions and stories and things that happened to you in the past, 
underneath all of that, all of these labels, perceptions of yourself, there is something so much deeper. There's something so much deeper. And when you realize that there's something so much deeper and you can feel that in your body, feel it right now. This is when you realize that who you really are is your soul, is your essence. Your essence. It cannot be touched. It is so pure and beautiful. So when you realize that you're so much more than a mental concept, what you look like, what your body looks like, your job title, your social status, your personality, who your friends are, what kind of car you drive, what your handbag is. When you realize that you are so much more than that, you will move, speak, decide, and be from this unshakable knowing of who you really are. And when you know who you are, you don't care about what people think of you. You'll start to see that you're connected to everyone and everything. Because your soul exists in in unity, in communion, connected to everything. Every human in the world. And so when you feel connected to everyone and everything... You, you know who you are. You know that you are a part of nature. You, when, you, when you feel this and you know this and you remember this about yourself, you can't help but be an extension, an embodiment of love. Because love is who you are. And this love that you've been yearning for through trying to build this self-image, trying to be good enough, this love will naturally come to you when you love yourself, when you know yourself, when you remember this fact about you, that you are worthy no matter what. But this deep sense of self-worth cannot be known and felt by you when you feel separate from it. You have to know that you are love. There is an overflowing well of love, of worth, of joy, of peace available to you inside of you. Ready for you to tap into it. Ready for you to play. Ready for you to remember. And when you do, this is when you become free. You set yourself free from all of these mental constructs and self-image things and superficial junk food things. You no longer need to seek for those things outside of you to get a quick hit and, and become addicted to this feeling of trying to keep up this sense of worthiness because you already are worthy. It is always available to you. So if you want massive self-worth, your work is to decide you are enough exactly as you are right now. 
to accept that you are not any of these external things. To know your essence and decide that your essence is enough. This work is the most important work that you will ever do in your life. If you struggle with knowing your worth, if you struggle with your self-worth, if you struggle with people-pleasing, with always being afraid of what others think of you, of making a mistake, of doing something wrong, if you're exhausted from trying to keep up with maintaining your image, then you are in the right place. If you know me and if you know my business and my program that I offer, it's called Worthy Woman Blueprint. And Worthy Woman Blueprint is not a map to become worthy. I named it that because it's a remembering of your worth that has always been there. It's a coming back home to who you really are, your essence. This place inside of you that is unshakable, untouchable, it is so pure and it is so powerful. And so the blueprint really is about deconditioning and uncovering all of the pieces and layers that made you believe that you were unworthy in any way, shape, or form, that wore down on your self-confidence and these lies and these beliefs that we are taught and fed growing up in our society that we have to do and perform and be a good person and, you know, be nice and all of these things and fit into into society's little boxes and molds in order to be worthy. This podcast is sponsored by Worthy Woman Blueprint. I'm so excited to share about Worthy Woman Blueprint. It is my signature four-month trauma-informed healing and coaching program that helps spiritually curious women address and heal the root causes of low self-worth patterns like people-pleasing and self-doubt and helps you to reclaim your feminine power, gain massive self-worth, self-confidence, and freedom so that you can be your most authentic self in your life. This program is for you. If you're someone that's been doing all the self-love stuff, affirmations, self-care, baths, face masks, and even trying therapy to find your worth and to heal from habits of playing small in your life, but you know that the root issues go so much deeper and you're ready to receive support so that you can finally heal once and for all. So if you're someone who wants to become a master of your emotions, if you want to deeply know and honor and fully express your feminine essence, and if you want to embody your innate worth and reclaim your feminine power, then this is the program for you. So in four months, I'll personally coach you and teach you everything you need to radically transform your self-image take back your feminine power, and live as your most confident, free, authentic self. If you're ready to fully commit to doing the deep inner healing work and experience radical transformation within yourself and your life, then Worthy Woman Blueprint is for you. 
And I'm super excited to announce that doors are officially open for enrollment and I'm only opening four spots up for the women that are ready to make massive changes in their lives. So if this sounds like you and you're interested in learning more about it, then head down to the show notes for this episode and click the button to apply. And if anything that I've said in this episode or any of my content resonates with you and you feel like I spoke to some part of you that could use some help and support in your healing journey, then I invite you to listen to that call of your heart and trust yourself and take inspired action to at least just apply and learn more about the program. And if you want to hear how this program has changed women's lives and personally hear from all the graduates of the program about their experience inside Worthy Women Blueprint, then just head over to my Instagram at I am Melissa Emily, where you'll find multiple highlight reels of all the incredible results from the women who've transformed their lives inside of Worthy Woman Blueprint. And maybe you'll be one of them. I cannot wait to see your application and meet you on a discovery call and you know whether this is calling you, you know deep down. So trust the whispers of your heart and I trust that you'll make the decision that's right for you. I love you so much and I'll see you in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and if you haven't already, go to iTunes or Spotify and hit the subscribe button so you never miss a new episode when it's released. If you found this episode super valuable and think that other women like you would benefit from it, go over to iTunes and leave a rating and review so that people can find this podcast. You can also head over to my website, theworthywoman.co. If you're interested in learning more about all of my offerings and juiciness that I've been creating for you, don't forget you are worthy because you are. I love you so much and I'll see you in the next episode.